Welcome to my podcast, Chatting Up with Dauhi. With this podcast of mine, I want to reach out to people who have made an impact and talk to them about them for a change. Not their careers or achievements, but what it is about them that makes them tick. A casual chat up about how it is like outside of the life we don't get to see. So join me on this new journey and let's have a free-spirited laugh ride together. There are many influencers that we follow to stay on top of the trend. And then there are the OG influencers that actually got this trend going. Today on the podcast with me is one such content creator who now helps others put content into their creatives. UAE is one of the first influencers and CEO and founder of her own company X and Digitize, Naomi D'Souza. Thank you so much for joining me today, Naomi. I love that uh, description. How cute, making me blush. <laughs> the start of the podcast itself. <laughs> yes, and you know that's what I was saying, right? When I first logged into Instagram, you were one of the few people out there. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, she is the OG content creator that I, you know, <laughs> that I know of at least. Yeah. Thank you. So uh, Naomi, like I was telling you, uh, when I first started my podcasting journey, which was around three years back, you were one of the first first people I reached out to because, like I said, for all the okay. obvious reasons, you know, I wanted to make sure I have you know the legit people. And I think at that point in time, you were busy and yeah, you know, and you but you replied back very sweet of you. You replied back and said, "Oh, I'm so sorry, but you know, I'm busy with a lot of other stuff, and I hope I can come back to this." Yeah. And three years later, here we are. Yeah, I'm glad. I mean, it finally uh, it turned out right. And I think even this time, it was like oh. when you when you messaged, I was in Italy and I was like, I cannot do it right now. Yeah. But I mean, we finally locked in the date and I we're know, here. I know. I know. It takes time. You know, all you guys are so busy, so difficult to get through to so many projects one after <laughs> oh another. Oh my God, don't say it. <laughs> So, you know, uh, it's been quite a ride for you. You've started like being an influencer. You've set up your own company. You've actually like, you know, gone ahead with this journey. You know, you've taken it, you know, beyond just influencing. Can you briefly take us through your journey? Um, I did not foresee becoming a content creator or influencer as it's coined by uh, the media when I started off. So when you started out, you didn't have the term? No, I think I think the media coined the term influencer. I think none of us um, knew of that word and no one would really call themselves that. And then it, it's weird how how the media puts in the word and then the media itself hates people for using that word, right? Because even when I wow. got invited after I was coined an influencer, um, they would say, hey, you as an influencer, we'd like to invite you to so-and-so place. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm an influencer. But okay. then everyone became so that's an when influencer. It came upon you. Okay, so this is, yeah, I'm, I am an influencer. But did you start out intending to do that? No, 100% no, because I was just studying mechanical engineering. Yes, I mean, like that's quite the turnaround. Yeah, and I studied engineering as well. Mm -hmm. I did my master's in oil and gas. And then after that, I... I got a job in a tech company, in a Fortune 500 company. So I was doing my master's because I already started that. I was <laughs> halfway through. I couldn't like leave it. So I was doing but my... Were you committed? Like, were you interested in what you were studying? No. When I was an engineer, yes. But yeah. then when I realized I'm moving fields, I didn't have a choice but to finish it. Okay. So I was I was um, working as a digital strategy consultant, doing my master's. And the blog was just... A passion and then I randomly started getting invited to places because I think by word of mouth people came to know that 
that there is this crazy lady in town who is just having desserts all the time. I was just doing this out of pure passion. Yeah. Again, I didn't even know that blogging was a thing in Dubai. Okay. Um, and then I started so you getting were just posting, like just sharing a happy moment. Yeah, like how you share your vacation pictures yeah. online, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> literally in a similar fashion. Yeah. But but somehow it picked up. Yeah. And but but I was pursuing my career anyway. Anyway. So what, did you start out this blogging as like following someone else? Did you get inspired? No, I didn't even, I didn't, actually that's such a great question, no one's asked me that, like I didn't even, although I didn't know blogging was a thing, I didn't even know of any bloggers in Dubai. Like I just Dubai, of course. Yeah, I, I just had no idea. I mean, I knew people were posting, but again, at that time, the word influencer was not that. And there was no purpose as popular. Exactly. So I was yeah. just posting, and then I started getting invited, and I was like, "Oh my God, wait! This person wants me to come and eat for free." And wow. then yeah, and then someone asked me a few months later, "What are your charges?" And I'm like, "Someone wants to pay me for eating this." Cake? Yeah. Wow, this looks good. Yeah, this is great. But I mean, it was quite difficult as well because I couldn't really pursue it as much as other OG bloggers at that time because I I had like a full time and it was very, very, very difficult because I was going to Abu Dhabi every day, coming back to Dubai. So it was... And then had to go to deserts. Yeah, and then I had to go eat desserts. But it's not just that. Sometimes I would even have campaign shoots after working from seven to seven, oh. then I would have shoots after that. And then if not shoots, I would have my masters and my exam my exams and assignments to fulfill. Yeah. So it was not something I focused on fully, but I do think having my full-time job as well gave me a lot of re- leverage. And yeah. that's how I, I got the opportunity to also be a TED speaker, yeah. speak at step conferences, be a panelist. Because, because you were working. Because school. I could share my experience of doing, of hustling my yeah. passion as well as working at at a job that was completely like polar opposites to yeah. what I do. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think they were synonymous to each other, although they weren't really in terms, in yeah. technical terms. Yeah. But, you know, uh, did you at any point think that, okay, this is not what I want, but I'm just stuck here? But stuck it's with what? With your engineering career. No, but so engineering, good, I left. Uh, it's, it's a good point, right? That, you know, when you discover something else that gives you more power, it's not that you're, you know, completely abandoning. In your sense, you didn't abandon it. You saw it through, you did your master's, you actually worked in that sector until you discovered this and, you know, took this up full time. Yeah, so engineering got way too monotonous. Mm. It was too monotonous. This is what we hear a lot. Exactly. Um, I know everyone says it's so exciting and it really was because uh, I was doing I was doing mechanical engineering so it was quite exciting in the beginning because I was learning new things all the time but it got a bit too monotonous for me because there's not too much R&D that happens at that time okay. in, in the city and I was I mean a junior as well so probably that had something to do with it but it got too monotonous and I wanted to do something more in the creative industry where I would have to actually come up with strategies be a consultant help clients so then so then you know I moved so I did feel stuck at engineering Uh but then when I was in consultancy for a good two plus years I mean I I worked in consulting for for about five years ish so at that time I felt like oh my god what am I doing because I'm neither here nor there Mm. I loved I loved being in a tech company a tech role being in the stem field 
being a woman in STEM as well, yeah. I think so, I, I think you don't that holds see many women in mechanical. That holds a lot of value, mm-hmm. but but at the same time, I loved the media industry. I loved I loved shooting. I loved videography. I loved yeah. photography. So what I did was in some of the projects that we had with clients, I would I would kind of enforce that and put new things in that scope of work. Wow. At, so you would at try IBM. to blend it in how you could. I actually did. And yeah. the clients were actually pretty happy and yeah. impressed with the stuff that we brought to the table. Yeah. So it was quite nice. I mean, until COVID hit and then it's a different story. Okay. <laughs> so you were working at IBM till COVID hit? Uh, no. So I worked at IBM for two and a half, three years, if I'm not mistaken. And then I moved to Publicist Group. So Publicist Sapient. Okay. And then when did you start Excel Digitize? When did you think that, you know, this is a good time to you know launch what, what does Exxon Digitize do to begin with it was not even one and a half years ago so I started in May actually yeah maybe one and a half now mm. I started in May last year what so do, we completed what do you do? so it's it's a marketing company we help brands we help brands find their space in the digital space because quite often many brands rely only on influencers to create content okay. and then repost the same but Although being an influencer, yes. like I believe that, you know, the brand needs to have their own brand values, their own their own branding as well, and their own types of typography, photography, videography. And that's something that wasn't prominent, uh, in my opinion, with, okay. with many places that I have seen. <coughs> so we wanted to bring a fresh perspective and and have Gen Z's and millennials involved to create those said content, right? Because I have seen a lot of marketing professionals who say I have 15 years of experience, 20 years of experience, 10 years of experience even. But it really doesn't matter because the whole social media landscape only changed after COVID. How people started consuming digital way, way more, right? People were glued to their phones and laptops, right? Even on Netflix. And you say that's a bad thing, but still that's where a lot of people... Exactly. It's a bad thing. But again, everything has moved online. Like, mm-hmm. you, obviously, at that time, even the biggest brands moved online, mm-hmm. you know. So so I felt, I felt that, you know, we would bring a fresh perspective to the industry and change things the way it is going. And touch what I have already seen that. And I think um, me, when I was, when I was a full-time, not full-time, I was working as well, but I'm saying when I was doing so there content. there was no phase where you were exclusively a content creator? It was like barely a few months. So okay. I wouldn't even say it was like maybe yeah. just five months or something like okay. that you okay. know wh- where I decided I wanted to start my own company so that process was licensing yeah. figuring out things okay. to do what to do the branding so yeah. it I've, I was never actually actually wow yeah like I've n- I was never really a full-time but if you look at it like you content know, you, you've created a career completely like now you're doing excellent digitizing yeah all based out of that career yeah you hadn't probably you know special yeah so I learned so much and the thing is starting the company as well like I said in the beginning I always wanted to merge the two but I could not really do that so starting the company as well it's not only bringing the fresh perspective from a social media point of view but I have the consultancy experience as well so bringing in corporate mixing it with creativity and fun is something I feel is quite difficult to do. Mm. And when you crack the code, you have obviously cracked it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so there's so many things that we're doing. How was that step down? Like, you know, that step from moving from a completely corporate world, from an engineering field to completely something completely different. How was that leap of faith, if you may say? It was It was very difficult. Yeah. I was Setting scared. up a company is not easy. And Alhamdulillah, we're able to do that because, primarily because you have all the facilities in Dubai. 
let's face it right i was i was really scared because yeah. i feel moving from a monthly stable income yeah. to not having a stable income and you have to obviously pay your team pay your people yeah. so obviously everyone else comes first versus you, you so it was quite difficult to take that leap of faith yeah. but quite for me task. for me it was like i rather fail trying than not try at all yeah. else i'll have this regret for the rest of my life and yeah. also you were very young when you made that uh, oh yeah oh yeah yeah i was i mean just to even think about it you yeah. know so it was it was quite difficult i yeah. realized that you know i just wanted to take the leap and just wow. and just do this yeah. do new things combine two industries and i i think i think doing that yeah. finding that sweet sweet balance, balance. has worked quite so well. So you've spoken like in many a times you've come online you've come you know come live on your story when you ranted about you know how consuming how overwhelming how you know in many uh, in many uh, like many of your posts you know how uh, how difficult it is to get the kind of uh, engagement that you want right? Yeah. So and then to create a how do I say a a whole new company on that how was that risk like how do you actually face that kind of rejection? or that kind of you know, yeah. competition constantly i think um i think what happened is when when i started my business algorithmically my instagram started pushing out that content to me right yeah, and course. i started getting those motivational yeah. quotes and those videos of that what you. yeah that jeff bezos is speaking uh-huh. about what bill gates is speaking about yeah. you know what the obamas talk about so I feel I learned very quickly that rejection is part of the process yeah. like even they get rejected and sometimes I see even Shahrukh Khan got rejected for roles yeah. who am I you know yes. like who am I yeah. and sometimes I feel that like what I learned even from my life coach is that if someone rejects you that means something better is coming and it oh. was really hard it was really hard yeah, to that that is what i want to know it is it's easy for people like you know you hear you hear all of this all the time but how hard is it to actually implement it and believe in it and work see, on see the thing is i actually became conscious of mm. the conscious as in more aware of the bad stuff that was happening to me that's how i realized that something good was to come so sometimes you know for example when you're going through something bad you're like ah oh, okay something good is happening but when that good happens people don't really be grateful or yeah. or be conscious that it's happening if that makes sense it's like okay. Oh, okay something is happening and they just go along with it yeah. i'm don't, saying don't, don't i'm saying i know it yeah i'm saying okay. i noticed a pattern mm. and then that's when i realized because we we did lose two three clients not of any fault of our own but something happened within their organization so we lost it so it was obviously something that my team and myself felt heavily okay and then we again we felt bad and i was like okay something good will come something good will come oh. so i not only manifested it but i knew i knew like okay that i know i knew deep down consciously that something good will happen and then we signed like the biggest deal ever mm-hmm. in like 2 months okay after mm. so i i'm just saying like to absorb it and and just realize that okay this has happened because that happened it just it just makes you be more patient when something bad happens and yeah. you know when you fail or when you get a rejection mm. so that's how i always think of it if i get rejected not meant for me right now it will happen later mm. and it's happened now yeah. like fast forward to one and a half years i mean yeah. it may seem like a very small duration mm. uh, to some companies but like 
it is yeah, already for, yeah, happening. For a startup, I think, yeah. What, I am already noticing that. Uh, yeah. You know, I think <clears throat> that patience and that perseverance, okay, that it is coming. You know, that is everything. You know, there are many times like you see something is not working, just drop it at that. Yeah. But actually, you know, uh, there are many of these quotes which say like, you know, when I read all of these quotes and... You know, Instagram, you know, it has its way of pumping you up. Yeah. That's what the first thing I told you was yeah. algorithmically, everything yeah. started like coming to you. Yeah, so apparently, uh, uh, it, every every company to reach its highest potential, it takes five to ten years. Yeah. You know, that's what it keeps pushing out to me. That's what it keeps telling me. But then again, I mean, like, you know, that, that five to ten years is easy to say, but to actually live those years, to bear it's the so fruit, difficult. it's so difficult. It's so difficult. Yeah. yeah. And managing a team as well, like everyone has their own personalities, you know, and I mean, no one is right or wrong, but I'm Mm -hmm. saying when you put multiple personalities together and trying to overcome it along with the client's personalities and their demands, like I think everything cumulatively makes it obviously quite challenging, but obviously once you get through it, you look back and you're like, ah, I did that. I did that. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that is like, you know, the, that, that, that feel gives you all the winner vibes, right? hundred percent. How do you manage still being a content creator between all this? So do you feel you're taking away from that? Wow, you're actually asking me very different questions. Now now I know why you didn't ask me, like, (laughs) let me know. Guys, I actually asked her, can you give me the questions on what we're going to talk? And she's like, no, it's just going to be random. It's going to be fun conversations. And I'm like, "Mm, no, she's actually making me think. (laughs) I think um, with, uh, I feel content creation is not 100% me yet. Because I feel like. Oh my God. Confession. Yeah, because I feel many people thus far always thought that I was a content creator yeah. right? no, no one knew I had a full-time job you know I moved from engineering mm-hmm. I moved to tech um etc etc and even now like I own a company so I just feel that for me the business obviously comes first like I term it as x and d and nd nd as in me oh, yeah. so x and digitize nd comes under x and d right so although oh, it comes under x yeah it does i mean legally in terms of like licensing or whatever yeah. if yeah. i may but um i do focus a lot on content creation because i do love it and i do it out of passion and i feel okay. that's why the content is real if that makes sense okay. it's not like i would just be creating content just for monetary compensation all the time if mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah so my main focus is being the CEO of my business and building it up and then using my platform to spread awareness about the same and what I always do and the content creation being just me. So right now, that's why it's taken a backseat because the business is taking priority for Mm. now. Mm. And I think I I just want to be known as an entrepreneur, you know, not not specifically, oh, like Naomi, yeah, the food blogger, the content creator, because it's... I just feel I do, I do more. more yeah, yeah. And I do more on the business front yeah. as well. I'm not saying I'm not a content creator. I'm just so saying you, do I don't want to be known. for your the brands on uh, XN Digitize? I don't. You don't? I actually you don't. don't. Work. No, so people, so people actually ask, right? Like, like, are you involved? Yes, I am involved as, as an entrepreneur, as a founder, and as of like knowing intuitively what's good for your brand and by research. But 
but I'm not coming in as Naomi mm. Souza, the influencer. That mm. is a separate thing and it's a separate chat to have. Mm. So even if you see um, X and Digitizer's page, minus October where it was my birthday and stuff, I also avoid being the face of the brand because I'm not. Like yeah, okay. X and Digitize is, is the team. The team makes the company successful. Mm. It's not me, you know? So yes, you can speak of me as, okay, Naomi Souza is this, this, this. But I feel if it's just like, oh, she's a content creator. Like some yeah. have just said, oh yeah, she's just a content creator. And I'm like, no, there's more. Yeah, so yeah. that's so that's where I'm coming from. I yeah. love being a content creator. I love creating yeah. content. But that's how the company began as well. So how long have you been creating content now? Seven, seven years? Seven I think years. seven years. Yeah. Oh my, that's quite a long time. Yeah. yeah. And how have, you how have you seen the landscape of uh, social media changing? over time because when you like from where you first started posting pictures to creating reels to actually bringing a lot of your personal content also yeah I think I think it's changed a lot I think when I started off everything was DSLR Yes. Right. Everything was DSLR. High quality pictures. I got an expensive camera. And at that time, iPhones as well weren't the best uh, quality, quality, right, yeah. in, in, in in pictures. So it started with that. And then it started moving so you, you to... Went, you went full on. You like you went professional. getting. Oh, yeah. I went full on because yeah. like I loved it. Like I said, it is my passion. I really love it. So even now, if I had the time, I would 100% do more and mm. sometimes... I feel bad that I can't do more. Mm. Um, so I went all out. So it started with DSLR. And then after that, reels weren't even there. Yes, right? I remember. So it was so all I, static content. Yeah, when I saw first, like, you know, when reels were first uh, introduced, I'm like, you know, it's so tricky. Like, who would want to do this? It was all static yeah. content, right? So I... Like at that time when it moved to like 10 second videos or something like that because yeah. Instagram wanted to do something similar to Vines. They had just these small videos as well. Yeah, it, yeah. but it was within... Because after that, I think it became carousel content. Yes. So it was so difficult to keep adapting and changing mm. because I was so accustomed to static posts. Yeah. But what do I do with my camera now? Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? And then after that, reels. Yeah. And at that time, I felt like how, you, you you know, our grandparents feel when they're like, beta, you know, teach me how to use the phone. Like, yeah. I felt at that time, I was like, what do I do? Yeah. And, and I feel that's when I came to know if you don't adapt to time yeah. and you change with time, the harsh, harsh truth is you are going to be left behind yeah right people say oh no i just want to do static content i'm a i'm a photographer i'll yeah. do just this but if you don't Nobody adapt you. yeah if you don't adapt and that's what i've realized i have seen it it is the cutthroat reality and then reels came about yeah. and then the new trend that started happening after covid was sharing more natural content natural as in as in like Personal. real content like yeah. i like i um i did go through depression mm. right and an anxiety disorder and I shared that on my platform and it was it was I was scared to post it because even my mom was like why would you post something so publicly yeah. but it also got taken really well by people and and I got so many DMs even now where people ask me to share therapists numbers and all of that you know that are that are affordable right yeah. mm -hmm. it's because it's not a profitable thing where you, know, you can just make money because yeah. people who have mental health problems so many of them can't afford therapy yeah. so therapy I posted that 100% yeah. so then I started posting that and I saw it got uh, the feedback was taken like it was very positive mm. so then it started moving to real life content, content. so and where do you draw the line and now I'm noticing that you know it's like 
the real life content as well people used to take it in a dslr now that's also gone if yeah. you take something from a dslr that <laughs> also won't be taken well because yeah. it's not real right it's not real. who puts a camera puts lighting and then you know you yeah. talk and then you show your emotion that's not real yeah for so sure. so i think to answer your question about drawing a line it becomes very difficult right you, it becomes very difficult yeah, because yeah. after that i got married yeah. uh, right i got married to my husband and he was like oh like aren't you sharing a little too much and i'm like yeah it is quite difficult to draw that line so it feels like if you're not sharing something real people may deem you as not real but if you're not like sh- I-, i mean if you're sharing too much they may say why are you sharing too, too much, much. or they may space. obviously appreciate or they may obviously appreciate what yeah. you are sharing but the thing is i think as much as i share people sometimes do think i overshare mm. but i actually don't because you actually don't know what you don't know Yeah, of course. Yeah. You don't know what 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 happens in yeah. my life. What like when was I in the hospital, etc., etc., yeah. you know, if yeah. someone from my family was sick, you know. So you just don't know what you don't know. So yeah. I've just kept it at that. Yeah. So I share also, what I can. Also it's a very tricky space because now like you said after covid, a lot of people like when you say people have moved towards natural content, <clears throat> everybody wants to see your real life. You yeah. know, nobody is actually exclusively interested in the restaurants you post and, and the makeup you use. Everybody is curious. Oh, know. sorry to cut you. That was, by the way, another reason yeah. why I stepped back. Because someone told me, including my mom, that that I started off seven years ago, but my follower base, who started following me at that time, they have grown with me. Yeah. So they They've don't want you in that. Yeah, journey. they don't want to see that much food either. So I started noticing. when i was posting food mm. okay yes i was getting engagement but in comparison when i post some corporate racism or depression yeah. or right. uh, couple problems when i started posting more of that or my successes my obstacles how i got through it and yeah. and you know achieved so and so it started just gaining so much more traction yeah. and i obviously want to give people what they want yeah. and again i'm not getting paid for either of this so sometimes people think it's commercial but yeah. I'm It's really true, okay? you thought that yeah. as well. Remember you I'm yeah. not getting paid like I'd be richer than Kim Kardashian then, okay? Like I'm not <laughs> getting paid. Getting, yeah. yeah, I'm not getting paid. That's a disclaimer. Yeah, I'm really not. So sometimes when I tell people it's not sponsored or I'm not getting paid, they think I'm getting paid to say I'm not getting paid. <laughs> I'm like this is like no, the Joey situation. I'm like there's no satisfying you, is yeah. it? I rarely rarely get paid for restaurant reviews. I'm surprised Sometimes because I know, never. you know, uh, we run restaurants and we reach out to uh, like influencers and they charge money to her. I'm not so, saying that. So so I have, right? I have said 100% 100% but I think what has happened is a charge sheet. Yeah, like I I can't believe wow. I'm I can't believe I'm saying this but like it's very violent. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this but for example some restaurants right that do approach and 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 they force for example oh my god please come please come yeah. whatever I will give my my rates but my point by saying I never like I barely get paid is also the fact that they don't want to pay so it's okay. not like I'm not saying that hey these are my rates I I won't get paid and I've kind of accepted that oh my god I can't believe I'm saying this but like kind of accepted that because food blogging there are way better food bloggers than me in the industry oh. <laughs> right like honest yeah they yeah. they're way better food bloggers the people who are just posting food so yeah. in my head I'm like actually yeah okay I'm doing my thing by by giving my rates but 
why would they pay me? Yeah. Why would they pay me? Again, it depends on the restaurant and what I'm posting and Mm -hmm. what I'm doing. It's not like I never post it. Mm -hmm. So it depends. But I also think that, okay, fine. If I have a 100K plus following Mm -hmm. and if there are if there are influencers and food bloggers who have lesser following than me, their engagement is still higher. Yeah. So for me, I'm like brands should pay Them. influencers based on the genre. Yeah. Like, okay, don't pay me. Like mm-hmm. I understand. So I think based off of that as well as a disclaimer, I don't get paid like for restaurant. I don't remember the last time I got paid to uh, go to a restaurant. Wow. Yeah. So what do you think about the current crop of influencers versus like when you began? How different is it now? I feel it's very difficult for someone to become a blogger right now. Difficult? They need to, uh, as, in, so many as in to be known, mm. right? To be known because everyone is doing something. Everyone is kind of considered as a blogger as well because it's become so easy to use. Yeah. So I feel it is easy to become one, yeah. but I feel it's very difficult to be known in the industry because of competition and I think that holds true competition is fierce yeah and I think that holds true not just for blogging even for like consultancies and agencies like myself it is difficult because everyone is also creating an agency and trying to create merch and like products and you know so I feel the competition is fierce and saturated Mm. for almost every field right now but but I think also in Dubai yeah, it's 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 difficult. So yeah. I'm saying with blogging as well, the same thing. Yeah. So I feel it's it's very easy to become one, but it's very difficult to be known. And I think it's hard for it to also become full time, full time because there's so many others. And if they come up with a niche, yeah. something right, something different, you can get replaced any second. Yeah, so I feel that's how. You managed to stay consistent for seven to eight years. Thanks for saying that. I feel I'm so inconsistent now. No, I mean, like, uh, in terms of being there as a blogger, as an influencer, yeah. obviously, like, you know, you are always on top of the list. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for that. <laughs> but, uh, but 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 I do have to do more. So I, I, I feel, although I did say that, you know, my company does take precedence, mm-hmm. which it is because it is a business. Um, I do, I'm, I'm really learning every day on how to, prioritize and make time for my passion because mm-hmm. it is my passion yeah. I, I do love creating content yeah. and I, putting I stuff love, out there yeah, I love when you say that you know, you're know, you so you're at it you know, even after all these years because you're so passionate about it that's what I'm saying yeah. but I think that's what's different that's why actually I think psychologically mm. I keep you're not aggressive no but yeah exactly so I feel but psychologically as well I keep stuff over blogging for example my job was over blogging and for example my company is first and then it's blogging I feel because it's second it becomes a passion yeah, it's actually yeah, so yeah. deep yeah it is actually true because I read this uh, in another article where he was saying like when you have a passion maintain it as a passion yes because the moment it becomes a job then it becomes a commitment yeah so and that short time yeah. that short time for five months or something yeah. when, when I said when I was doing content creation I was like oh yeah I didn't yeah. want to wake up the next day and create that content because yes. it became a job. It, became, it becomes a job and then you're, like, you know, you're forced to create content. You're saturated with ideas. Yes. It's true. So, so I think that's I found this very interesting. Yeah. The moment you make your passion your job, it doesn't become a passion anymore. It, it becomes a job. Yeah, although and people then, can yeah. say whatever they have to. Like it, it does feel like if you have a gig, mm. you have to do it. Because yeah. cause you are like a freelancer, right? Like yeah. when you are a freelancer, it becomes more difficult. I mean, even as a business, like you have yeah. to take business. You you have to earn your bread and butter. But but yeah, I think because it's been second 
I keep going back to it. I keep yeah. having that love That's for your safe it. Space. Yeah, and it's not aggressive, like you said. Yeah. I love that word. Yeah, it's not aggressive. It's just you know. Yeah. It's my yeah, love. Yeah, I like the fact that you know it's not you. You are not in this race where you have to you know post every day. You have to show that you're there. Yeah. You know, not on your feed every day, boring you at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every exactly. Day, like anything too much is actually puts you. Yeah. Off, right? I think it does make me envious though of other people who yeah. can who but do so juggling, much. Like juggling so many hats. Yeah, yeah. But, but I feel like like my mom always says, you know, Gandhi ji kehte the. Oh. Like like you know, you it's it's wants and needs, yeah. right? You can't have it Can all. Like, I forgot in Hindi how you say it. <laughs> now don't now, now don't do that to me. Like. You can't have it all. Like it's a yeah. need and a want thing, yeah, right? Yeah. There's a difference between that. So I think like that's what mom says. Like yeah. it's okay. Like like let other people have it. Yeah. No, you cannot have everything. You Come can't. On. You, you can't. Just but, cannot. But it's difficult. Like it's I think a person who's overly ambitious, you're like I want everything. You're like hungry for everything, and that's why you become envious. You're like oh shit. Like you know that person that. is yeah. doing everything. Or even I want to do that, yeah. but. You you can't do everything, and I'm trying to make my peace with it. Yeah, it's not there yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so also, to. I want to ask you, like, you know, you also get a lot of negative comments. Oh God, yeah, right. And you know, like sometimes even when you know, as a viewer myself, you know, I I see the comment even I want to react. I'm like, why be so brutal on social media? I mean, like, it's your page. You do your thing and you move. But you know, the kind of comments, the kind of judgments. How do you, like, you know, how do you deal with that? I don't deal. <laughs> I don't deal with it. Uh I think it depends. Some of them I am I'm, does that demotivate you? Or do you think are there times that you think oh my god, you know, if it obviously is, does. These are the kind of comments I'm getting and I might as well not do it. See, I'm only human, so it yeah. does obviously affect me. Sometimes I may not say it. And there have been a lot of people as well who have actually come to me and been like um your page sucks. you're not how you used to be or i'm unfollowing you 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 used to post better content before saw, just to you know cut you there i saw this a day before and I, like you know with all this conflict happening a lot of people are unfollowing and all of that yeah. so and then there was this blogger who said i'm not an airport terminal you don't have to tell me you're leaving yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> tell me you're leaving yeah i think i think people just have high expectations from but it's your page right Yeah, people have high expectations from celebrities, influencers, mm-hmm. content creators, and like you said, even with the conflict going on, mm-hmm. I know of so many people who are doing more, doing so much more, and who are in authoritative like figures, versus people who are just shouting online. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is very important to spread awareness online, but don't hate that much if that makes sense. There's yeah. already enough going on. So I, with the hate, I think. I don't like deal with it. Sometimes it depends on the comment. If the comment is really crude, mm-hmm. uh, you obviously try to self reflect and go like, "Oh God, like is you that do? me?" Yeah, hundred yeah, percent, right? It it always does happen. And then I'll either cry about it, I'll yeah. either complain about it, I'll either reply or I'll just ignore it. I think I think it it goes through phases and it depends on what the, the hate phase. comment. Yeah, it yeah. all depends on what the hate comment is. But what what keeps you going, you know, in spite of all that? I think the passion, mm-hmm. right? The passion. It's like, oh okay, like this is something. It's my happy space. I want to create and that's what keeps me going. And then sometimes if I don't have enough motivation and I want to push 
it would either be mom, my husband, or it would be like my life coach. I'd be like, oh God, like I can't do this. Like, why is it happening, et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, we kind of work around it. Like, okay, how can you get back to it? Yeah. What should you do to get back on it? And uh, yeah, there are a couple of, uh, there are a couple of things that I do to, you know, mm -hmm. kind of re-navigate yeah. myself. But then, you know, you stay on top of it. Yeah, but like now as well. You like that, you know, pull you down yeah and and now I think present tense like you know that you brought up the conflict uh it's for example I was posting yeah. about the conflict Between for the you. longest time like yeah. ob obviously supporting Palestine yeah. and I've posted it so many times even in Italy and yes. I, I stopped my Italy content as well and I was posting it and you won't believe it I got a lot of hate that I'm not posting about it but what people don't realize is and I have evidence is that when I was posting about it I was only getting 800 views on my stories but if I do post for example a trip it'll go 6,000 plus views so imagine when I'm oh. posting about the conflict I'm like I'm like viewed enough no it's and it's being blocked like some stories Instagram was not even allowing me to post about it. Mm. So then I get hit. I'm like WTF, right? Yeah. Like, like what? Right. Yeah. And some influencers aren't even posting about it. Like, I think it's Very so important. Yeah. It's so important to talk about it. It's so important to post online. But when I was doing it, it's not reaching out. Yeah. And just because it's not reaching doesn't mean I'm not doing my part. Yeah. Right. You don't know how much I've donated in the background when I was abroad as well and I was posting so it's kind of like tone deaf mm. so I think a lot of the hate that I also receive is based off of that you know yeah. and so many people as well they are like oh she's such a dumb influencer uh, she doesn't know how to do anything other than create content I've gotten that hate as well and in my head I'm like you've been through all, <laughs> all kinds of hate yeah I'm like can you just go check my LinkedIn <laughs> You know, in my head, but it's like, it's pointless. It's like, you cannot make Everything. people happy. You yeah. just cannot. So you, you do your thing, stand on the right side of the world in a political situation, yeah. make your money, feed your people. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And have a good heart. That's it. Exactly. You know, I mean, that's what I saw. Maybe like now we, now, now that you say, but I've also seen a lot of people not even mention this conflict. Yeah, and sometimes so they'll upsetting. mention it, but they'll not mention who they're supporting. They'll yeah. just say, oh, like, oh, yeah. all the killings, like, just don't do it. Yeah. But, you know, there has to be, like, you know... You have to stand aside. You have to stand aside. You cannot be just in between, be neutral. But that's what they say, right? If you are neutral in a situation like this, yeah, you, are, you are siding the oppressor. the oppressor. So, yes. so it's... And, yeah, people are just hating and hating and hating. Just like... It's so easier. It's so much easier, right? Yeah. Than actually trying to love and make a point. Yeah, it's yeah, like... Just hate and get away with it. Yeah, like, do chill. I mean, you yeah. know, there it's all been posted. And But I replied to only one person who said, you know, I'm unfollowing you and it was a long message of sorts. And and I spoke with her, actually, because she actually came from a respectful place. She wasn't like, ah, rah, 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 like, you okay. know, like, she wasn't vicious. And, and I knew she was coming from a good place and I didn't want to reply to everyone. So I just replied to her. And she actually did unfollow me. <laughs> She actually did unfollow me, right? And I spoke with her and I'm like... And what, what, the reason being your content... No, because I'm, no, I'm not posting anything at all. Oh. And I'm just posting my Italy trip and it's okay. all normal. And, but then I spoke with her and I said, Meta is actually not showing content of influencers when you yeah. post it. So yes, it's not understand. like I didn't do it. Yeah. yeah, and I think and I think they're very smart about it. It's 
because they're not showing the content, I get demotivated to post. So yeah. I won't post. Yes. So yeah. it's kind of a ripple effect, right? Yeah. So it's how they work with the mind. So it was weird. So I didn't post anything for two days and I posted normal content. Suddenly shop shot up to more than 2K views. Suddenly. Yeah, yeah, I don't like how this works. And I posted again yesterday, 500. Like, like my husband gets more likes and views. <laughs> and he has like 1,000 followers. It's, it's yeah. mental. So, yeah. so the thing is, it's... So then you get demotivated and you only don't want to post. See, That's why so many people are not posting. Exactly. Yeah, obviously I'm demotivated. So I'm like, okay, the least I can do is donate and sometimes I'll post stories. But yeah. I don't also feel like to be very honest because it's like Meta is blocking you. Yeah. So it's it's quite a shit situation. And so you've spoken about like, you know, how your family has been through with you, through all your support, right? <clears throat> your mom, your husband. And, you know, it's, it's so nice to see you, you know, <laughs> and your love story with Jake. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> So can you take us through that? Because you've spoken about a lot of shitty relationships you've been through. You've been through like, you know, yeah. and you're the disastrous boyfriends you've had yeah. before. So how did you find Jake? Like going on oh to more positive topics. God. Um, yeah, I've had shitty exes. It's been terrible. And I think I lost faith in love. Like anyone would, yeah. right? If you so have did you go to Deepika Padukone? We just, you know, chew. I, her out. <laughs> you know, you know what happened? Uh, actually, Jake and I knew of each other since school. Since school, so you yeah, school together? I, I, no, so he was in another school. He was in Millennium. I was in Gems Modern Academy, Modern High School. Yeah. Um, so we knew of each other and How I knew all his friends. Because inter-school, you know, competitions yeah. and there's this macadamia, there's yeah. tuitions and, you know, all so you these. always had an eye out for him. No, but I knew of him and he knew of me. Yeah. That's it. So okay. we never spoke with each other. We think we met at some paintball thing, but we, we, we don't know because there are no pictures to prove at that time. <laughs> right. Um, so, but then what happened was fast forward. He went to, um, he went to uni. I went to uni. I was in Dubai. He was in India. So it's not like he spoke or nothing. nothing no communication between you. Nothing. Yes. But okay. he knew of me and I knew of him. Um, and we knew each other's friends as well. But for oh, some reason, reason our paths never crossed um then fast forward to our first jobs this was 2016 but then you wouldn't have thought of him anyway yeah i mean it was yeah he was dating someone else and i was dating someone else so in 2016 um our first job so oh god this is i don't know how how much can i talk about this but i'll try to cut (laughs) it short um so he went to a dentist appointment and i just got my mechanical engineering job and he goes to only one dentist but for some reason at that uh, at the clinic his dentist was not available so another one took over and that person happened to be my mom's childhood friend Okay. Right? Okay. So so what happened was I got the job. So he said he was looking for a job to her. You know how you just yeah. talk like, oh, yeah, what do you do? What do yeah. you do? And all of that. And she told him to apply to my to the company I got a job at. Oh, okay. So it was destined. It was Anyways, so cute. Yeah. It was so cute. It was so weird. Right? It was so like, did he oh reach my out God. To you? No, he didn't. No, he, he just applied. applied to the job. Okay. And he got the job. Yeah. He didn't know it was Naomi. Like oh. he didn't know it was me. He's okay. just, it was just like a friendly. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Oh, she, Try she worked here. Place, oh yeah. yeah. Like she didn't mention my name. Nothing. Okay. Then when he applied and he got an internship. So, so okay. he, he got the job. Then he realized, oh, it was it like was probably, probably yeah. me. 
um so so then that's how we met okay like oh, we actually we met 2016 yeah. and then that's how we're like oh yeah like modern millennium. eye millennium blah 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 yeah. but he was dating someone else and i was dating someone mm-hmm. else so then we mutually broke off he left the job i left the job because that's when i moved to tech. tech he he moved as well and then um we mutually broke off our relationships didn't work they were not great and then your relationships with the other yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it didn't yeah it didn't it didn't work and then and then you left the job yeah we left the job and then we finally got back with each other in terms of like we just reacquainted ourselves you know we went out as in these tastings you know we went out and then we suddenly met each other and then long story short we felt a spark you know and then it started from there yeah literally started from there and then we started dating like a month into us being rekindled in like our friendship it was very natural it was very 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 natural yeah and yeah and it was it felt like it was how how, like how do you feel the culture differences of both our cultures yeah and you're close enough. You're in Mangalore. He's in Canada. yeah, yeah. So, so he's he's he was raised. No, I mean he's considered to be like from Bombay, but although originally okay. from Kerala. Oh, okay. Um, our I feel obviously our families are quite different. Uh, you, you know his his family is quite religious, uh, but, and they're very introverted. I would say my family is quite introverted. We are loud. Yeah. You know we express everything. Like oh, like come hug me. Just love your mom as well. Yeah. We, we, yeah. You, yeah. We make jokes. We make fun. Okay. You know. Uh, we judge. <laughs> right. We, yeah. we judge, and um, we're just outgoing. We're out there. We're quite loud. Okay. But but I think it balances out because okay. I feel if I also marry, we see that between you and Jake as well. Yeah. If yeah. I marry someone like me I think we would kill each other <laughs> I think we would kill each other so I think it really balances out because when yeah. I'm going crazy at work or when I'm just hyperactive he just knows how to calm me down and vice versa you know when I'm like dude you're too chill like you know yeah. like amp it, amp it up a bit like can I hear you can you like louder please yeah. you know so he teaches me patience and I teach him something you don't need you, you need, need to have patience yeah, yeah. Just, just be quick like yeah. you know so I think yeah I think we balance balance each other out but we are oh god we're like polar opposites polar opposites yeah, in many ways like in a lot of cases the opposites attract opposites, yes right? yeah so that's the same case with me and my husband as well yeah but I'm, I think I'm he's sure. finally come around to being a little more active now yeah he's so he's getting there so I yeah, think I think fast forward seven years um, seven years yeah wow, so you dated for so no so we dated for the family's four years okay. being Kerala yeah it Monday. was all it Initially, it was some teething issues yeah. <laughs> because teething I am issues. because I am Catholic and he's um, Orthodox. Okay. So, but I mean, we both are still Christians. Christian. We still believe in Jesus. Yeah. So it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. But I mean, it that was, much of a problem. Yeah, I just did raise an eyebrow of mm-hmm. sorts, and he is six months younger to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So obviously, in an ideal world, you know, they want an older guy for the woman. Okay. I was yeah. telling my dad, this is not builderbarbie.com. You know, like. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> there is no ideal situation. <laughs> like, yeah, next time I'm like, you know, I meet a guy falling now. Oh, okay. How old are you? Okay, okay, cool. Oh, where are you from? Ah, okay, okay. So, I, I, quite yeah, like I feel that. that's from both so, parties, yeah. you know, and and I'm not that religious, okay. you know, um, in comparison to his family. So I think it did raise few eyebrows, but it's not like, oh and my god, like. Here. 
yeah so it's not like it's so bad like you know yeah. we both are good people we both connected well and and i think our parents obviously liked that so there were no issues as such except a little bit in the beginning yeah. but yeah we dated for like 3 years and um we've been married for almost 3 years now in oh. jan and we were engaged for like a year so it's been like yeah 7 years nice yeah so you, you have you been to kerala oh god yeah <laughs> i don't like the oh god yeah <laughs> i think no. i haven't i think so oh my god no hate okay, okay. <laughs> no i feel i feel i haven't explored the good parts of kerala okay, let's so just put it that you, way where did you go to kerala i went to trivandrum okay oh god now guys not like i'm saying kurvarvarvarvarv shit <laughs> i'm just saying that actually <laughs> yeah imagine now all hate comments tomorrow <laughs> not saying it shit i'm just saying i have seen like the the greenery part of kerala the the water Yeah, forgot the term for it. Like the backwaters. Yeah, the backwaters. Yeah. Yes. I mean that's the. So I like, haven't been there. Haven't been, okay, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I haven't. You have to be like. I have only that, seen yeah. Trivandrum, the city. Yeah, because um, Jake's parents, Jake's parents are in India. So okay. when we go visit him, sometimes we have limited uh, day offs, like from work. Okay. Right. So we meet them and like we come back. So yeah. I'm saying I haven't explored yeah. enough of Kerala. That is why she doesn't like Kerala yet. as much as I want to. So I am from Mangalore as well, yeah, and there's so nothing to do in Mangalore. Like more than two three days, like there is yeah. nothing to do. So like But I think there is a lot to explore in Kerala if you were to stay a little longer. That's what. So I told Jake that you know maybe next time when we go, like we we should because and even his granny at that time was very old. Mm. So when we have to go, we obviously have to spend time with, with them. Her. You know, yeah. so we can't just we can't just leave and like explore Kerala. So yeah. that has never happened. So okay. I want to do that, and have everyone had keeps saying. Food? I love Kerala food. Yeah, I, I love Paragon. Paragon, it's Paragon. Paragon, I thought yeah. it's Paragon. No, it's Calicut Paragon. Paragon, my entire team, like ninety percent are Malus, right? So my mom is like, "You're just destined to be with Malus," <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, I think it's a thing. Like, it's yeah. just automatically. I'm just hiring and liking the people from Kerala. My husband is from Kerala. My yeah. mom is like." Is that a thing? Like, is that a thing? And I'm like, maybe. And I, yeah, and I'm like having satya with the spoon, and they're so offended. They're like, ew, you're so disgusting. You know, like yeah. it's like abshagun. So, okay. so like I do want to explore more of Kerala, and and maybe we will. Yeah. But it's just that the. Last few times we went to Kerala, was only was only there, and it was only you know at their house, and we would go to some restaurants. Yeah. We really enjoyed the restaurants, but it's like yeah, I do definitely want to see more. Inshallah, and then you would like Kerala. Exactly. And if you love Jake, then you should like you would like Kerala. <laughs> Look, I love nature. I love anything yeah. to do with nature. So yeah. I love those naturesque areas in India. So that's what I want to do. Excellent. Inshallah, inshallah. So now let's move on to a quick take segment. I love the segment where I get to rattle my guest. So, uh, so quick answers. Oh God. Yeah. So on a scale of ten, how easy is it being married to a Malayali? <laughs> Listen, this is not a quick answer. <laughs> okay. He's the, he's the worst Malu I've seen. Okay. Yeah. He hates Indian. He barely likes Indian food. I eat more Kerala food than, than him. Than, I order oh. more from Paragon than him. Okay. The, the, He is no. He's the. He doesn't like spicy food. He doesn't eat chaat. Also, I'm like Kerala, we don't have chaat. No, I'm saying Indian. Yeah. He's Indian, like the okay. worst. I feel he's German or an American or something. Yeah, but, so uh, it's actually have... not. It's it's hard because 
He doesn't. I can't eat as much of the Kerala food because I I could eat it every day. I could order Calicut Park and I love it. You know the yeah. patri, the alipet chicken curry. <laughs> I love it. He'll be like, oh, so you we just had it yesterday. So you are a better Malayali. You know? yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, legit. I am better. Legit, yeah. I am better. So in in terms of that, yeah, it's very difficult to be with him. So like nine, ten, because just because he doesn't enjoy it as much as me, I would say. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. So I think she's uh, redeeming from her like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I truly love everything. Okay. Yeah. So between you and Jake, who says sorry first? Jake. <laughs> see, see, that's the good thing about being married to quite a guys. They get to think and they come back with their faults, right? I mean, it is most of the time his mistake, anyways. <laughs> I like that. He's gonna yeah. hate it. If <laughs> it's not you. Yeah. So when was that one moment you realized Jake's the one? Like that look or that pullet kind of moment? Dude, the. day one where i said we need to date i can't get this flirting so shit first? i i didn't say hey like we need to date he wanted to take so he's patient quiet yeah, he takes his time wanted to take more time to figure out if i should you know if we should start dating because it was just i mean in his defense it was just one week one two weeks right <laughs> but i said i cannot fair enough yeah <laughs> i said i cannot flirt and shit i don't want to like either we date or you know this yeah. is but at that time i told him that um when we were friends, as well just few weeks before i said the next guy date i want to marry him oh, you told him as yeah, yeah 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 so then a hint were you so he knew something yeah so he knew at that time It like i told my best friend as well i said i want to marry this guy so actually day one because i was so close to him even at work i was like there's something about him so i've i always wanted a guy like him and i've told jake as well So if I get him only, it's, yeah, uh, oh, yeah, why? Like <laughs> yeah, that? exactly. So look for someone like him. So he actually knew day one. Uh, yeah, he he said maybe I should have left the car at that time. <laughs> He's like that was so scary. He's like if you would have told him, this, yeah. yeah, if you would have told this to any guy, they would run away, right? Yeah. Oh, I want to marry you. I don't, I'm not even dating. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was me who yeah. told him. But yeah. yeah, yeah. What is your tip to be a perfect partner? Oh God, this is difficult. Patience. Do you have enough of it? No. I know. <laughs> I, know. I don't. Learning. That's a tip you can give. Yeah, you said give a tip. I give tip. I'm not, not saying right. I do it. I'm not saying I do. Guys have patience. Patience is yeah. virtue. Virtue. <laughs> I think patience, but. One thing I actually always do is I always keep date nights alive. Okay, that's very I easy. always yeah. have date nights. That is one thing I agree with. Sometimes you. it's a little too much and I say this relationship is alive and okay. sparky because of me. Yeah. Right? Not you, me. Yeah. So I keep date nights alive. It's very important for me. I think more than patience, I think that is going to help anyone. And even like whenever we go, I no, tell him There are times when I go on these date nights I'm like, you know, what do we talk about? But then once you get there, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's very yeah. Fluid. I just talk about random shit, you know. You can talk about wood, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, um, and then even like I consider all our travels as a honeymoon. One, two, three, four. Okay, wow. Right? So I'm That's like, it should kids. always be cute. <laughs> that is what I want. Okay. That's a task. Thanks for that advice from your side. Yes. <laughs> but but yeah, I think date nights keeping it alive. Yeah. So he has to do something every few months. Then I have to do it, and he needs to make breakfast for me because I love breakfast. Uh-huh. And then he'll ask stuff for me. So it's always keeping it. childish childish and you know keeping the spark alive yes. fair enough okay so shifting gears what irks you the most on social media oh people being fake i've met people in real life and they're so they're not 
how they are on social media. So I'm like, what's with this uh, facade? Yeah, like why are you like two faced? Yeah, it's just it just gives me like the cringe and like yeah. some people I've heard them you know bitch about someone, but when I meet them at events and everything, they are like, oh hi. So I was speaking to someone else, my last guest, and he was also saying the same that, you know, you see all this on social media, the moment the camera or the phone is off, they're a completely different person. They are, they, they are. are. So it's, it's, it's just, it's just really annoying. And that is annoying. coming from an influencer herself. Yeah, it's yeah. just really annoying because look, some, it's not like everyone loves me and of course, no one loves everybody, everybody. which yeah. is okay. But I think, but I think uh, if everyone loves like every so if if everyone loves me that means i'm fake that's yeah. how i take it yeah, like because i'm real you can see like you can see if i'm frustrated because some people will call me fake and like a bitch or whatever because they've done something bad to me and i'm supposed to be okay yeah. and you're supposed obviously to take i'll push it, yeah. back obviously yeah. i'll push back and then oh i'm suddenly a bad person yeah. okay if that makes me a bad person fine but i'm saying that at least doesn't make me fake like you know you yeah. run over me and i'll be like okay cool yeah, yeah. you know just because you're, you're paying gandhi me or whatever yeah, 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 yeah i'm not gandhi ji you know yeah like you slap right cheek yeah. i'll give you my left <laughs> also like happening. no no not happening yeah. here so i think that is just you know yeah so what is something you believe in most people disagree with? Hey, this is a tough one. I think one thing that first comes to my head is follow your gut. Mm. Even if some people think it's wrong. Because I feel starting a business as well is something that I wanted to do uh, earlier. And many people told me to leave my blog when I was working at IBM and Publicis. They said you can't do both and you can't succeed in both. Yeah. So I think that's the first thing that comes to my head. Like I really followed my gut feeling and I'm quite stubborn. I do yeah. what I want. Yeah. Uh, but, but also I think having that blog gave you this exposure. I mean, it gave you the ideas 100%, to start. Like my business company. is yeah. also the way it is because of my blog and it's given me yeah, so course. much exposure. Like I can, I can figure out people's personalities and body language by speaking with them, you yeah. know? Um, so, so the thing is, I feel following your gut feeling that intuition is so solid because yeah. only you will have that from the heart and not always the mind yeah yeah because even your mom sometimes can't give it to you or even your partner sometimes can't give it to you because it's your intuition it's your yeah. gut feeling mm. yeah oh. okay so how has your priorities changed from when you first began your career to now priorities I think my priorities are still the same like the main goal is still you know obviously be successful do the right things help businesses grow while helping myself grow and my team so I think the the biggest difference from then and now is now that I have a full-fledged team wow. so I'm not only taking care of myself I feel like a mom yeah. with uh, all these kids. careers that you're taking care yeah of. yeah because the thing right. is I I strongly, strongly believe like deep down in my heart that people who work with me, I want them to be successful with me, mm. you know, and nice. I'm not just saying it from a monetary front. I'm also saying it from all the accolades and brands they worked with that goes under their sleeve. Yeah. So it's very important for me. So for me, it's not like, oh, just business profits. That's actually not something that's usually in my mind. Mm. Like profits is like that profit. I do like... I ensure I give it to them as well, you know, mm. form yeah. of bonuses or whatever. Yeah. But like, I take it very personally that um, I want everyone to grow with me. 
that's I'm very picky as well with who I choose because I'm quite selfish that way. Yeah, it makes sense, right? Yeah. Because you're like they're helping you grow as well. So yeah, exactly. Like so yeah, group, I take that very personally. <clears throat> so what is Naomi's superpower? <clears throat> Ooh, um, my intuition. I, f- I feel it's quite solid and my husband would not believe me for the longest time uh, about your, it. About your intuition. Yeah, yeah, my intuition and like my gut feeling. It's And I think it's just, it just solidified so much. So like sometimes I feel it is like a superpower because things that I say actually does happen. Wow, do you have... And I predict oh, it. Yeah. And I predict it. So, like, about about me and my life. So, I have predicted so many things in, like, 2019, 2020 that wow. I told my mom it will happen in, like, two, three years, yes. for example, you know. And I also told her one day, like, I will, like, start a business and something, like, it's personal, but I told her this will happen, this will happen, and then I'll start my business. And that is exactly what happened. Wow. And I said it years ago. And I also... So like told Jake in the month of Feb, March or something that I feel something will happen in August, uh, August, September ish, where it'll be like a tough phase. But for some reason, I know that in October, we will get a big opportunity and it happened. So wow. it's, um, yeah, I don't speak about it until it does happen. But yeah. like, so you were saying that something, something bad is going to happen in August, yeah, September, yeah, yeah, yeah. October, it will work out well. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So in 2019 as well, like, you know, when the, I'm like you're giving the exact months and dates. Yeah. 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 So, so COVID as well, when it happened, obviously it was difficult for everyone, but okay. I had, I had literally said it to mom, like this will happen. Like it's going to be really bad and disastrous for me. Yeah, like, I can just predict stuff, again, about me. Like, Jake sometimes goes, like, oh, tell me about myself. Like, <laughs> no, it doesn't, ask you. no, it doesn't work that way. You ask me, like, what do you think about me? No, no, it really doesn't work that way. But, totally I, but I feel my intuition, I think it's just intuition. Yeah. It's a mixture, my intuition, my gut feeling, and um, uh, manifestation. I, it's, it's just... Again, I, I regard that I regard that as very powerful yeah. and probably because of the manifestation, the intuition works. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Um, but even some people who come into my life and my mom is actually better than me Good. because I have noticed sometimes if someone comes into my life, she'll go like, okay, in three years, this is not going to this thing. Or for example, wow. yeah, one of my ex-boyfriends, she's like, okay, he's going to do this. And it's very specific. Like he will do this, you know? And at that time when you just start dating him, you're like, oh no, I yeah, love him. Like, you just oh, blank yeah, so the other I think I get it from mom, but oh. um, I think my intuition and even multitasking, I personally don't think anyone can multitask like me or maybe I've never come across anyone okay. but I know so many people I don't think so because the way I've multitasked my way through um, is something that's very very difficult and I honestly pat my back uh, for for what I do and how yeah. I do it but yeah intuition gut feeling awesome so and Naomi like you know you've done social media you've done tech you've had your own company you're a boss woman <laughs> so what is next for Naomi I want to get an office okay I want to get an office <laughs> that's, a, that's yeah. a small yeah it's goal. such a simple small thing yeah. I just want to get an office um because we didn't know how fast the company would grow, touch yeah. wood, touch wood. Because um, I got the license when it was just when COVID was just getting mm. out, like one and a half yeah. years ago-ish. Um, yeah, so I want to get an office. That's my next goal. Okay. And, and obviously, needless to say, I want the company to become extremely successful, mm. which I know it will. Inshallah. Do you know any month? 
<laughs> good one no <laughs> so uh, like i all briefly like you know before leaving uh, you also did reality tv do you see yourself on tv anymore maybe yeah because, maybe you know, there's like, a guest of mine who's now on uh, a very popular show in india which one uh, temptation yeah, island yeah, or nidhi nidhi yeah. is coming no i Uh, uh, Jake and I were discussing it yeah. obviously because we were watching it. Jake and I were discussing it and I was like Jake what are you doing? He's like no way. <laughs> no way. So I, I was saying maybe I would but he's like no don't way. Even. So I think it depends if it's something related to me. Yeah. Maybe it depends what it is, yeah, right? Yeah, you know push Jake. Yeah, but it. Jake oh my no god. No. <laughs> if it's both of us the answer is no. No, but then there are many other shows that would you know like not not necessarily to go in as a couple but You see yeah, yourself, but they want drama. Because I've been drama. in one hundred, and I've seen it. I've seen what happens behind the yeah. scenes. How was it working on that show? It was, it was really good. But like, obviously, they may ask you some questions, and you know, like, obviously about mother-in-laws and things like that. No, it's not scripted at all. But I'm saying the way they ask the questions could. could bring Jigga. that out yeah. right and and again my my mother in law is amazing jake's mom is like she's so she's so sweet i mean she won't say anything in yeah. order to say anything bad even right yeah, okay. so i don't have like anything against her but i'm saying sometimes the way the questions are twisted yeah. and turned there could be something that you know It's comes fishing for the drama yeah there could be something that comes out but like i mean yeah. again there's there's no hate in my heart for yeah. for her that you yeah. know anything would come out i mean casual banter there may be here and yeah. there but it's nothing that oh you know so it is tricky i mean like when you get on when you get on to reality tv it's yeah, tricky because the camera is there so yeah, even if you're frustrated you know, be careful how you pass yeah, the message even if you're frustrated even if you say anything wrong yeah only that part may be taken yeah you know and that so, is blown into a whole conversation yeah 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 exactly yeah. exactly so i think because there was no controversy i think it's not like it flourish will become a huge thing but yeah, yeah say yes to the just was pretty cool yeah yeah it's it's, it's a nice opportunity yeah, right? exactly. to be on screen and that's exactly. what like you said you love doing media anyway yeah exactly anyways thank you so much naimi it was a lovely thank conversation i had so me. much fun 3 years later finally getting yes. to talk to you <laughs> we'll talk thank again so like 3 years joking <laughs> <laughs> oh there she's manifested something for me <laughs> <laughs> but you know i wish you to yeah. uh, continue doing the amazing stuff that you do and don't not get affected by any of the negative comments because i as a follower of yours for so many years i enjoy your content and love that all the work that you do thank you thank, thank you, you so much thank Thanks. you don't get to drop in your comments and suggestions on this podcast there are so many more stories out there just waiting to be told so make sure you have subscribed to chat me up